podcast más chingón. Puras entrevistas, man. No love in my heart. I'd rather get high. Roll up than I spark. I don't talk to no narcs. Conversate with no snitches. They keep the feds on my block. Watch and taking my pictures. That ain't how the game goes. Learn the game codes. All these fakers, you would wonder why I chain smoke. I don't stress. I'm riding with my pistol. They hate the fact that I'm authentic. They are the What Did He Said Podcast today is brought to you by TheCancunLife.com. Get your snapbacks, get your t-shirts, it's going down. Today we have Jorge Casanova, a.k.a. at Georgie, photographer, visual artist, and he's influencing the Houston art scene and tons of cool merchandise. Ladies and gentlemen, Jorge Casanova. Georgie. We're here with Georgie. So how would you describe, like, just artist, photographer, slash? Probably just artist, just because I'm involved and have to go around and do so much now. Just artist is probably the easiest. Because that's at, at the center of it all. It's your art, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, definitely all around is artist. That's dope. That's dope. Let me get right here. That's what's up, man. So you just had a... Um, uh, uh, what, what was it like a gallery like a okay. yeah it was my first gallery solo event I've done stuff for other people but I've never done my own thing which is kind of always sketchy because you don't know if you're going to be able to bring out the crowd or yeah. if the movement is going to come with you and, no it was a good turnout everything went perfect that's dope man I, I missed it but I, I saw all the pictures and everything and you had um like your, your photography and, and what else were you like some merch and stuff yeah yeah I kind of just played everything kind of just uh just the recent stuff that I've done, so you know, just a mix between my art, my photos, my merch, just a mix between everything. The, man, I love the way. Um, not only you're an artist, man, but you're a hustler too, man. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a lot of people told me. This. <laughs> yeah. I see the. Uh, is that the dog stick? <sighs> you know what? Hold on, pause. Hold on. Astro, come here. <laughs> All that rattling and shit on his necklace. All right, man. Hold it down, Joseph. I know. I know the dog bigger than you. <laughs> Yo, you got you got the hoodies, cell phone cases, mm. uh, posters, T-shirts, yeah. and it's all dope, man. I, I love your style. It's Appreciate like super it, fresh. Appreciate it. it. It represents um like that classic Houston, mm. but also it has like that new spin to it. So, yeah, yeah. To where you can tell it's like a whole new wave. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, um, man, I, I just try to mix it up with what I grew up listening to and inspired by um, and just put my spin and my text on it exactly how you said. Um, I don't know, I just felt like there was no, nobody really doing stuff like that for the community or the culture. So I just kind of wanted to take what I grew up on and just spread it with the other people. And then uh, I know one image that uh, that I'm glad I was a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure some people were, were felt a certain type of way mm-hmm. that I happened to be on there, uh, which I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> but thank you, man. Thank you for no. sticking your neck out mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, I'm gonna include Chingo with yeah. like K Reno and Zero yeah. and and all these different um, Houston artists. So the image I'm talking about, it was a super cool poster mm-hmm. um, that you I guess illustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my uh, my I call it the Houston Legend piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I got I, it's crazy because I got a lot of love and I got a lot of negative because just a lot of people telling me that I miss people. And I, it's like I tell everybody, I was like, um, it's kind of like if you did your top five or your top ten. Yeah. That's your your top ten or top five. Uh-huh. That poster was just me representing everybody who I think made a difference or uh, I grew up listening to. So that's just my list. But um, yeah, a lot of people tell me you know I should put this person, but that was just me trying to show everybody who I thought was influential. Yeah, and, and sometimes, man, you have to do that. You mm-hmm. have to, like, 
like list your top five or, or whatever yeah you know like that that's a hard choice to do mm -hmm. even like people ask me sometimes man who are your favorite top comedians or yeah. uh, or rappers and stuff and that's a damn good question because you like a variety of things mm -hmm. for a diff you know a variety of reasons mm -hmm. so like if I had to think of um, like top five in the game rap game overall mm -hmm. That's super hard because exactly. it's like, well, you can't leave out Tupac and Biggie, yeah. you know, just because your just list just is cause. broken, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, like for instance, um, Andre three thousand. Well, first, first Pimp C, yeah, off top Pimp C, uh, Andre, and then you you just can't sleep. I mean, like Eminem is dope, mm -hmm. Nas. Yeah. There's so many different people, and um, exactly. even like producers, man. Like mm -hmm. yesterday, we were talking about. I had a I had Doe Man in here. Mm. And yesterday we were talking about um, like the idea that a, an artist or a lyricist could be super dope, mm. but sometimes it takes like a dope producer yeah. to take a Kendrick, take him to where now, okay, he's making hits now. Like exactly. he's not just spitting in the underground. Or uh, or you have people like, uh, hell, Eminem. Yeah. Eminem was like backpack battle rap yeah. all day. But then it's hi. My name is. Mm -hmm. He came onto the scene, yeah. and sometimes it takes like a, a different, like a, a just a dope manager or producer, somebody mm -hmm. that that kind of like in your corner, mm -hmm. and can uh, spot certain things. And uh, while we're on the subject, man, I love the the dynamic duo of the um, you and Les, man. Oh, appreciate it. Like um, like his stuff, Ellie Dollar Sign. Mm -hmm. um, the way I look at him, this is just my opinion. For anybody that's listening that hasn't checked him out. Um, I love when he works on Happy Perez beats, mm -hmm. and then I love, I, did you do all his covers? Yeah, I've done everything back to 2013 from then on. Yeah, we started then, man, it was just, a lot of people ask, like, they think it's like a crazy backstory for the work, but man, I just, hey, you want to start working together? And I just took off from there. Yeah, because a lot of his visuals, mm -hmm. uh, logos, yeah, everything, uh, everything, merch yeah. design, which, <clears throat> which is super fresh, I know they have on Y'all have some champion mm -hmm. thing coming out right mm -hmm. now, um, and, and then uh, and then you know I I, I want to get him on here too, but uh, I love y'all's y'all's little chemistry and it's like a it's a dope little formula. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me of how like like not to compare artists and anything, mm -hmm. but like Mike Frost mm -hmm. back in the day mm -hmm. brought in a different vibe after Pen and Pixel. Pen mm -hmm. and Pixel had had their run and they they murdered the game. Yeah, and then Mike Frost quietly was. Boom, being consistent and hustling and working with everybody. That's yeah. I mean, that's definitely. And it's funny you said it because that's definitely that's one of the top people that I really one of the reasons that I got into what I got into is just him, just his work in general. I remember seeing the stuff as a kid and wondering how I got put together. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's definitely one of the people I looked up to my whole career. Yeah, and and even me, uh, even me as a fan, I'm hearing some noise. Hold on. Oh, I'm, yeah, it, it, this little thing sitting on the table. We just got to be gentle with this thing. <clears throat> so um. I remember going to Soundwaves back in the day and paying attention to, like, I'm I'm from the era where you had the CD insert. Like, I'm older, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You had the CD insert. You read all, like, who produced, appears courtesy of, mm -hmm. um, featuring, like, all these different things. And, um, like, just a music nerd, man. Mm -hmm. And I remember just paying attention to, oh, that's a Mike Frost cover. Like, I'm mm -hmm. a, I'm a, it was literally, like, Man, that's a dope cover. I want to listen because they'd have the sample. Yeah. I don't know, you know, if you remember, but they had like the five disc changer or something, mm -hmm. and you could go in and, and just skip around before you bought it. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's very. I remember I interviewed a, a long time ago. I interviewed the man who uh, his name was Sean. I forget his last name. 
the guy who was Pin and Pixel. Like he was the, 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 the main owner. Yeah. yeah, the main guy. And uh, I remember one of the things he said was uh, that their job was to make like make something look like a million bucks. Mm -hmm. Like basically give you return on investment by making your your cover not look like a hundred dollar cover. It's exactly. gonna look like you know ten. At that time, probably thousands yeah, of yeah, dollars. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. That's 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 exactly what it is. Cause I mean, you're. Shit, even at that, you're taking somebody's idea or what little what you're taking what little piece they have in their mind, and as as an artist, you as an artist as well, working with artists, you have to take that little piece and make it, you know, make it into something, whatever it is their idea is, and blow it up times a thousand, and give everybody like a great idea of what they're gonna be in store for when they click on the music. So mm -hmm. that that's very true. Dope man. Um, I actually just listened to uh, Les's most. Well, hell, he just dropped another one. I think. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna say his most recent. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Like photography wise, when did you get into uh, like taking pictures and stuff? Man, that came about maybe two thousand and nine and ten. I, I had just quit my nine to five and I was trying to do graphics full time. And I, I was doing a lot of mixtape covers. And I remember a lot of the artists locally would send me like the most horrible photos they had. And I was just like, man, that's a cell phone. Yeah, I was like, there has to be another way. And I just, I, I always want to get a photo. Like I said, even looking at uh, my crossword growing up. So I was like, I bought my first camera. Man, and then from there, just just like anybody else, shoot, shoot your homies, shoot your people that are trying to get on that are around you, and then just keep building from there. And, uh, Luckily, I've just been able to kind of like make my stamp and show people what I'm capable of. So, I mean, I, I've always felt like my work was just like my my style, but with like, you know, hints of the stuff that I grew up with. So, so uh, you're from the uh, northwest side? Of yeah, Canada? I grew up uh, between north, north, north side and northwest side. That's pretty much where I spent most of my life growing up in Houston. So, What, what part of uh, northwest? Man, uh, I'd say anywhere, everywhere from 290, uh Spring Branch area all yeah. the way up to, you know, towards forty five. Everything in between there. The Dirty Branch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what my my girl says. She's from from Spring Branch. Yeah. But I'm like, man, what's that all white high school you went to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, you know, we had to put a different address and. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> but middle school though. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Shout out to the North Side. I had to run to the North Side. Yeah. Um, this morning, man, off of that Hardy Toll Road, and it's gonna look. Is they starting to want to gentrify some parts of the North Side? But um, the part I was in today, I mean, shit, it, it was. But that's just Houston's transforming, man. Like um, even though, like right now we're in Third Ward, mm -hmm. and I guess where you are is technically what Midtown or what yeah, Midtown, like yeah. Central something. It's like right, right on the edge. But um. I mean, it's all transforming, man. The mm -hmm. whole city. I th every my past couple guests, uh, we had GT Guards on mm -hmm. right before Doman, and we've talked about uh, like how the city's on fire, man, because of the World Series and like everybody and yeah. mom got the Astros hat. Yeah. And I, I mean, Houston's always been the shit. Like I went to high school in New Jersey, mm -hmm. and back then these motherfuckers. I mean, we were all kids, so. They were just like, Houston, Texas, like, y'all ride horses to school? And, <laughs> yeah. like, there's this crazy country image, um, you know, if people who are just, I guess, don't really read or mm -hmm. open up a fucking book, or they, they just go by what Hollywood tells you, yeah. that we're all over here cowboys and Indians and shit still. But, um, I mean, we're fourth largest city. We're damn near uh, about to, I think, beat Chicago and, like, population or something. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers are moving out here. Mm -hmm. Um 
know, not maybe not as much as like Austin and them yeah. kind of places, but but hell, we got we got Houston culture, man. Like yeah, exactly. this, we got a whole little vibe, and, mm-hmm. and if you're in the vibes, you know, Houston, Texas is a place to be. And you, and you're helping to you know bring a lot of that. That's that's what I that's what I love, man. It's like mm-hmm. it's fresh. Appreciate it's fresh. It. It's fashionable. Mm-hmm. It's always forward. It's not stale. Mm-hmm. It's not the style from ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're putting the image. So I'll in in my mind, one of the things that makes Houston so hot and makes it what it is is like our our art scene. Exactly. Yeah. You know from. You know, you're in that same, in my mind, you're in that same category. Like, not saying, like, not comparing, like, oh, everybody's at the same mm-hmm. level. But, obviously, your your foot is in, like, the merch game. Your mm-hmm. foot is in the hip-hop game. You know, um, your, your foot is in the art gallery game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I go to um, Premium Goods, yeah. your, your cell phone cases are yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Um, your poster, the image with, with all the rappers on it, mm-hmm. that I think that got spread a lot. Maybe yeah. it was a lot on my feed because yeah. I was on it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but uh, but I, I, again, man, just not going back to that. But I think I think a lot of people sometimes feel like, well, what about us new guys? Mm-hmm. You know, well, wait a minute, are they considered? Is this new way? Like for instance, the kid that was just here with the dog, yeah. Joseph. He's only like 21, I think. Mm-hmm. So when he saw the poster, I was like proud. I went and got that bitch hella extra frame. Baby, pay some extra. Put the good frame on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's rocking the, uh, the thing right there. But uh, man, what's your name again? G. G. Man, did, I, did I meet you before? No, no. No, he looked like dude cut my hair one time. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, he's rocking the shirt. And uh, so young Joseph, he's mm-hmm. only 21. So he was kind of like, okay, uh, I, I don't really know who a lot of people are. I'm like, you're so fucking young, dude. I'm a legend, bitch. Look, dude. Georgie himself, at Georgie said, bitch, I'm a legend. Respect me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, man, but props to you, bro. Uh, no, I appreciate it. Uh, man, I, I'm mad at myself. I think I was out of town when mm-hmm. your, your gallery thing was uh, mm-hmm. popping off. But... Um, but yeah, anybody listening, um, I'm sure they can go on your website, pick up prints. They're rare, they're limited, they yeah. sell out. Yeah. But every so often, you put out goodies and keychains and yeah, man, just a mix between everything, bro. That I feel like people can just. I try to make it for the everyday person. You know, I don't want to. I don't want. I want people to be able to, even if it's a keychain, take it around with them from something that they listen to or inspire them. A phone case, whatever. Man, he, right now Houston's so hot, bro. I seen yoga moms with your little keychain, with the little swanger, like that. You know what I'm saying? You see the yoga moms with the little dad cap with the little swanger on it with a Vogue tire, like, oh my god, I'm I'm from Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. And I've been bringing it up past few episodes, uh, interviews, and and conversations, hanging out. Is like how many records have been sold on the off the back of Houston culture, meaning with DJ Screw and, and um, you know. Switch a house, screwed up click, and yeah. just and just regular Houstonians, rappers yeah. or not, just like people that had a you know have a certain style and just different fashion trends that are hot and mm-hmm. from the city, regardless mm-hmm. of which high school started yeah. it or who used that word first. Exactly. Um, but you know, hell, UGK, rap a lot, <clears throat> Slim, just so many come in there. So many people have have contributed so much mm-hmm. to uh to our scene, but you know, uh, sometimes you. 
you know, you see people with the double white cups, which is, you know, just fine. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not like trademark and shit, but <laughs> there's just a whole bunch of little swag stuff, you know, mm-hmm. little flavors and things that kind of originated here. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you talk about how, how big the influence it has, it's going to be pretty ridiculous, you know, because just like you said, if you're not, don't even specifically point out one person, just in general, everything that's branched off and been created because of it, it's, it would go pretty, it go deep into the roots of just music in general, because if it influenced a lot, a lot, just from artist style to artist music outside of here. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Lingo. Did, did you ever rock the braids? No. No? Nah, nah. See, you got, you got long hair. And nah, you from nah. the north side. I'm like, nah. man, this dude probably I was bolted down. down. The only one, yeah, my homies that nah, never went for it. Man, like, like my boy uh, Lucky, I know he's from like somewhere like that area, like mm-hmm. 290. and uh, Just a bunch of cats back in the day, in the day, um, uh, from the north side, Mexican mm. dudes, a lot of them was like bolted down, yeah. had all, <laughs> you know, having to go get braided and shit all the time. Yeah. And um, it was that definitely like a north side thing? I think that was it was. Uh, you talking about you talking about the the outfit, the not well, I consider it the outfit, but you're talking about the style. Like that was the starchy jeans. There, that's what you was you were supposed to have. Yeah. Every yeah, I was just baggy in the sun, bitch. <laughs> I mean, we were all pretty fucking baggy uh, back then, and it trips me out because um. Years, years ago, back when we were in Houston, everybody was still baggy, oversized. Mm-hmm. I'd go to L.A., I'd go to Miami, I'd go to these places, and like I'd have friends that are DJs or artists, <clears throat> and we'd be in the clubs. And uh, I mean, hell, even beginning with Pitbull, yeah. like they, they always, it's like, okay, well, damn, this shirt is a little bit more like true to size. Like yeah. it's actually yeah. fits. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna stick with the three X Playboy. <laughs> you know, looking like a fucking little midget in a in a yeah. in a, a and shit, like a, a ninety <laughs> big ass shirts. And then we slowly. That's that's when I kind of felt like, in a way, we were a little bit behind. Yeah. In a lot of ways, sometimes. No, no, yeah. But but beyond that, we always had um, our own style. Have you ever been to the uh, the Bay Area? No, no I actually haven't yet, bro. You should check that out, man. I think I think they'll appreciate um, you know your stuff, mm-hmm. you, even if I'm sure you could investigate, brainstorm, and mm-hmm. come up with your own like particular um, a shirt or a hat or something yeah. that kind of what's the word I'm looking for that. Somehow, because there's a lot of there's a lot of parallels, mm-hmm. you know, like the independent, like you have like E forty two short, mm-hmm. Mr. Fab, just a whole bunch of people, but like car culture, yeah. you know, um, in being independent and just the hustle mentality, and it's a ton of ton of raza, like San mm-hmm. Jose, all those little cities, man, Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty dope. You should check it out. No, for sure, for sure. So you ever, um, you ever hit the road with um, less like y'all like do his photography or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we got on tour before, uh, which is pretty cool. We did a small Texas run, and uh, it was pretty cool just to see everybody's reaction outside of Houston, how they felt about the music, the movement, all the everything we've done up to the point. So it, it's pretty. It's always cool to see, meet the people in person that supporting you online. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm sure you had some fans out there like, oh man, you the one that. They did all these covers and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm definitely gonna get with you, man. You're down the street. Um, we gotta schedule a photo shoot. Yeah, or, yeah, for or sure, something. For sure. But first, I'm gonna have to hit the gym a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't gonna you ain't gonna have me looking sloppy. You ain't gonna have me out there looking crazy because uh, I know I know you could do some Photoshop and you're not a magician. <laughs> you know how motherfuckers uh, be. Sometimes, man. Uh, 
when we, we take pictures and stuff with, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> with with folks and stuff after the show. And sometimes people say crazy shit like, "Hey, but." Hey, but get my good side. Or like sometimes chicks be doing like a crazy pose to try to like adjust everything. Yeah. Like they damn near contorting, like head going backwards and shit. No, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. And they have to get their, uh, and their that, angle I'm, down. Yeah, and I'm not finna do all that <laughs> with my photo shoot with Georgie. You ain't finna. <laughs> listen up, world. Yeah, yeah. I, my first Georgie uh, photo shoot is not gonna be fucked off <laughs> like that. Double chin and shit. Like, Man, man, how old is Chink? God damn, this boy. Man, that boy been eating. He been on that road. That's some IG good. comments. The what? Them IG comments. They be yeah. horrible. People, man, people are ruthless nowadays. Man. man, you couldn't have took out his little double chin, bro? <laughs> I know you could. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Nah. Speaking of that, man, um, somebody, I forget who, who I knew, who I, who I knew. Who, Somebody from like the dope house camp mm. was telling me. Speaking of like photoshopping and stuff, yeah. they were like, "Yeah, you know, you know, uh, Carlos uh, on that one cover. Uh, I forget which cover. Like on the back of SPN was like, never change. One mm. of them, I think it was one of those. But he has on a muscle shirt and, and he kind of slim. Yeah. But they were like, you know, that ain't his body, right? Because he <laughs> was. I was like, what? Sometimes you hear like these off the wall. Just from being in the game so long, it's like. Off the wall ass stories, but yeah. supposedly like yeah man he they put they put his head on another dude on his <laughs> homie's body, cause uh he was starting to finna get in shape for that cover, but he's like well fuck it then I'm I'm gonna catch up to the image. I don't know I you know that's real as fuck you know yeah I, you know I think that's real as fuck because his homie was down for it and so was he he talked two people into doing it so yeah. I think that's cool as shit hey man when you a boss and you got your own record yeah. label shit I think that's cool as shit you're not getting approval uh, from nobody but yeah man we definitely got to collab um, I, I know you're uh, in demand mm -hmm. but, but we got to come I know we could brainstorm mm -hmm. come up with a, a cool collab or mm -hmm. item or, a, yep. or or even just uh, design some stuff for me I'll, mm -hmm. I'll get with you yep. but um, so so uh, Houston, man, you're from the north side. Mm -hmm. You started working with your homies that that rap. Mm -hmm. You started homies, yep. honing your skills behind the yep. camera. I, I think I think it's um like a lot of times in the game, a lot of times people worry about like, man, what kind of camera you use. Mm -hmm. Like I've heard other photographers, or even like, for instance, podcasters or, or rappers, like, man, what kind of microphone yeah. or man, what type of green screen. Or, mm -hmm. A lot of times, there's not really a method. To the madness, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you just had kind of have a feeling like mm -hmm. ah, I'm just gonna press the button and then I'll, I'll peep it later. Yeah. Or you kind of freestyle, and uh, I think I think you're a great example of like, like you said, I went out and bought my first camera mm -hmm. because I saw there was a need mm -hmm. for these fucking artists are bringing me these cell phone pictures mm -hmm. off of Nokia, and I'm supposed to make whip up a mixtape cover. Yeah. So it's like a good example of like I went and got the camera and I just did it. Like I yeah. dove, I dove yeah. in figured it out mm -hmm. and, and the rest is history what is what is one of those um merch items like products and things that you've put out that that surprise you just got like a crazy uh, attention or things kind of spread like who's this georgie kid yeah um man a lot of my earlier stuff was just kind of like me recreating some of my favorite scenes from Houston rap, you know, uh, I think what kind of hit me when it was when it was kind of like, you know, okay, damn, that, that's a people actually support 
was when I dropped my I dropped the snapback, and on the snapback it said from the south. Mm-hmm. I, it was just the 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 way I did it. I just did it to the way where I felt like I would think people would like it. You know, I didn't think nothing of it. To date, that's one of my number one selling products that I ever dropped. And it's you, the, it, it's the posters, right? The prints. Is that what you mean? No, nah, no, nah, there was a hat, a snapback. Oh, and yeah. it had the scenes. It had like big mo porn. Was it that? No, no, no. This one, it literally just said like in the cursive, like hand style font from the south. That's all I said from the south. And I was that's and I never thought about how crazy it would have gone, but it did amazing. And I've I don't even know how many hats with that with that design on it I've sold. But I've sold a lot. So it was the hat that said from the south. Exactly. And that's 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 where it kind of hit me to where I was doing something kind of bigger than what I thought I was. Because it wasn't just people from Houston rocking the hat or buying the hat. It was people all the way from Atlanta, just south in general yeah. were buying the hat. And that's kind of like what I've always coined just my, myself in general, just from the south, a person from the south, you know, not, not south side Houston, yeah. not south side, you know, different areas. It's just south in general because what I want to do is I'm trying to give culture for everybody, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, of course, a lot of my stuff is Houston, but I'm trying to help and put on for everybody that's from the south. So when that hat took off, I think that's when it kind of hit me that it's bigger than what I thought it was. Oh, it's, bro. Like, for instance, um, another thing about Texas is a lot of times, although we consider ourselves the South, mm-hmm. that's our identity, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times it's almost like your Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, mm-hmm. don't, they're like, nah, y'all are Midwest. I don't think it's them, I don't think it's other Southerners, mm-hmm. but I've I've heard it from like, People from LA or New York that don't really know mm-hmm. that this is like the third coast, mm-hmm. that this is like big, mm-hmm. like the Midwest is, you mm-hmm. know, Chicago and all that. Um, for instance, I'll hear like some little ignorant shit, like, "Oh, Chingo, you you from the Midwest? You from the Midwest, right? You know, ask Chingo. He know he from yeah. the Midwest." And I'm like, "What? Uh, no, nah, dude, I'm not. I'm not from like Chicago yeah. or Omaha or St. Louis <laughs> or Kansas City. To me, that's Midwest." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You from Texas?" And I'm like. Well, we kind of more over here. We're right by Louisiana, yeah. bro. Yeah, but but you in the middle towards the west, so you Midwest. No. And, and another thing too, man, is a lot of my comedian buddies are are from LA or California. And mm. I mean, I got especially them, especially my like for instance, my boy Jerry Garcia or uh, Jesus Sepulveda. These um uh, comedians that are based out of LA, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they trip out when they hear like me uh, or any other Texan comic. Or like my girl, and they like, what the fuck is y'all? You <laughs> Yo. know, they trip out. They're just Yo. like, what are y'all? Like y'all are Mexican, but y'all fucking talk country or y'all talk yeah. weird. Or back back in when I was coming up in the rap game, mm-hmm. we first start hitting California and first start hitting like Phoenix or Albuquerque, like hitting more of the Southwest. Yeah, that's a whole nother culture, mm-hmm. and we're coming from a distinct perspective so like I might be rolling with somebody a Mexican kid from the north side that says the n-word like mm-hmm. nothing yeah and you know and but not in the back you know like even to where his black friends are like oh no this, this is my dog like yes. yeah what do you mean nothing yeah. like there's nothing weird a lot of times and yeah. um and then you go out there and sometimes you'd have to remind like my boy uh, compound films Frank mm-hmm. he's from the north side sometimes you'd have to be like hey man uh you know, out here they don't, you know, like chill out. Yeah, um, yeah. Or like Mexicans be those main ones. Oh, they want to be black. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was getting at. Where like they'd see me with a grill, and even though I look bite size a motherfucker, it'd be like you want to be black. Yeah. I'm it's like, like what? 
No, I don't want to be black. I'm happy being who the fuck I was born to be. Yeah. Like, I'm just fine with the way I am. Like, no, 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 you want to be black, eh? Because, you know, you got a grill, homie, and we don't, we don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole... Like, even speaking about California, earlier I mentioned uh, the Bay Area. Dude, I had no idea how deep in the, on the street level the Southern Cali and Northern Cali beef is. Oh, wow. Like, I've, I even said it in the song... Um, uh, some about North and Cali get together, like mm. stop the beef type of thing. Mm. But it, it's it's it, it goes back to like American Me days, wow. like prison system, like on yeah. some street level. And I, like if you got on the wrong number color, I guess I'll just tell this story. <laughs> so so uh, this is back back in the day. I think reggaeton was kind of popping at the mm. time, like the golden era. And I, I we were in LA. And uh, this this uh, Latin uh, clothing designer, he he back when like throwback jerseys were the mm. shit. He was making custom jerseys that had like Puerto Rico or Mexico on the front. It had like a number, like just different color schemes. So yeah. he gave me one. It was like a white jersey. It said uh, Mexico, and then it had the number fourteen in red. I think it had a little bit of green trim. So so it's a it's Mexico and the number fourteen mm. in red. All right, boom. So now I said, oh, thank you, man. I'm going to rock this in San Diego. We're yeah. doing a car show tomorrow. So at the time, uh, my, uh, my artist and hype man, uh, Stunna, he's from the north side, mm-hmm. over there like Hardy Toe, Aldi Melrock. Mm-hmm. So he never wore red shirts. Never. He never wore red T-shirts. That day, he decided to wear a red T-shirt. I don't know, went with his shoes or something. Yeah. Whatever. He had, I don't think nothing of it. He's got on a red shirt. We're in San Diego. We're about to do this fucking car show. And I'm wearing this jersey that's like Puerto Rican dude fucking gave me. And it says Mexico and it has a 14 on it. I don't know who the fuck, what player is number 14. Yeah. But it's red and it has a 14. All right. <laughs> I know my California listeners are like, oh, dude, you did not wear a red 14 <laughs> in San Diego. So we hit the stage, dude. It's like an ocean of people. It's like Lowrider Magazine or something. And it's like, every, you know, I'm up there doing grills and all this other yeah. shit. Put your hands up, all my ladies. <laughs> and people are just like mean mugging with looks and they're just not feeling it. And I was just like, huh, I'm kind of looking at the DJ, uh, Eddie DeVille. He's from the north side too. I was like, hey, uh, I'm not feeling this, man. I don't know what's going on, man. Like, uh, maybe it's really sunny. Yeah, just keep going, keep going. Maybe it's hot. Maybe they've been in the sun all day. Maybe they're waiting for Ice Cube. You know, he's closing out the show. Maybe, uh, Maybe that's it. We got off, and I was like, huh. Well, we still got paid, but I don't really feel like they got their money's worth, man. Like, something was off. Like, we didn't kick off the energy right. We get back to the booth. The booth was pretty dry. Like, no action. I was like, this ain't right, man. Normally, it should just be a line of people, like a crowd. And then, finally, an OG veteran homie was like, hey, homie, let me me holler at you real quick. You know, give you some game, bro. Uh... You know, that's disrespectful. I'm like, what? He's like, you got on that red 14. And I was like, what player is it? I don't know. Why is this disrespectful? He's like, 14 is for Norteño. That means you down up there with, with that mafia, basically. Yeah. And uh, and then and then uh, I was like, well, no, dude, it says Mexico. And it had, look, it has some green trim on it. It has some green <laughs> trim on it. And then he says, look, you see, you see my little niece over there? She was like, just a young girl, probably yeah. 19. She's a huge fan. She won't come near you. Wow. She she came and I was just like, 
oh, oh, sweetheart, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, it's me, it's still me. Yeah. Come on, we can take a picture. It's still me. And she was like shaking her head, covering her face, kind of like, oh no, <laughs> I can't. No. And a fuerzas, like, like she like. All right, fuck it, hurry up. But it's, it's almost like I was covered in doo-doo. Like, she just was not trying, she was not having it. Damn. So, yeah, it's a whole other world out there, man. That's strong. Yeah, nah, I, I mean, shoot, that sounds pretty similar to here back in the day. But that's, that's deeply rooted. Wow. Have you, have you been to any uh, of the, like, southeast, like, Atlanta or um, going out that way? No, 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 not that way. Uh, I mean, I ne- I, all my homies always say nothing positive things about that area. So, I mean, I feel like... For the most part, I just feel like there's every city, every major location has gonna have that, you know, that boundary where you're trying to trying to watch yourself, you know, certain size. But I mean, like I said, it sounds familiar to what we go through. Not still here, but you know, back in the day. That that uh, from the south, I I never. That's crazy, man. I didn't think that was gonna be the mm-hmm. item <clears throat> because. Like your posters, my boy mm-hmm. uh, DJ Taco, mm-hmm. at his uh, studio, he has probably about two or three. He has DJ Screw going through the crates. Yeah. It, it's an illustration print, like a big poster. He has a frame. And then I think it was Big Mo yeah. or Pimp C, mm-hmm. which uh, I got to buy one of those off <laughs> you. Um, uh, Pimp C, what is it with the, like you see like the gold yeah, frame. Yeah, from the, uh, from the. Uh, big uh, Pimpin? S- uh, nah, that's from the Sipping on Scissor video. Sipping on Scissor, okay. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was going to be something like that, but what I was going to say is mm. that from the South brand, mm. if you just continue to, to brand it, like continue to put it out there, maybe on your, um, give it a shot. I don't know if you've ever advertised on Instagram or Facebook mm. or, or, or reached out to an artist from Birmingham yeah. or uh, take a trip out to like New Orleans or whatever the case may be, mm. like Florida alone We'll fuck with it. Yeah. Um, Louisiana, all the way up to Shreveport, Alexandria, mm-hmm. like all of New, New Orleans. You know they got they got their own little bubble of yeah. culture, so they probably will too. But um, you you got a you know Birmingham, and then even I think Nashville, mm-hmm. like Tennessee, Memphis, they're kind of not like as south. Yeah. Like you know, I, I, I'm curious, man. When they when they draw up that little that little map, it's like Kentucky and um. Is Kentucky and Tennessee fall into it, man? I have to look back at that because I, I've seen that thing change a lot over the years. You know, I don't know. It's, I feel like people, they don't, they don't, they put what they perceive into that little map. You know, not what it should be in it. So, but I just know that South culture in general. I mean, it flows pretty higher than what you would think if you would actually like draw it out. Because mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people mess with it, and just a lot. It's just South culture in general. It, it stretches out really far. And, and you know. Something that was brought to my attention. Um, my my mind of what the South is and what it means in mm-hmm. Southern culture was one way mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, um, I got the chance to go out to a university. Of, well, it's Old Miss. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, I don't know if it's University of Mississippi, but it's Old Miss. Mm-hmm. It's this uh, old old classic um, college in uh, this little bitty town in Mississippi. And I, I got to go speak out there for these food people, like foodies and stuff. It's this whole little yeah. like community. And so that was the way they presented Southern culture, bro. It blew my mind because it, how do I explain it, man? Like, like you'd have, it was pretty much like all white people, mm-hmm. but they weren't on some racist shit. 
they were super open-minded. These yeah. must have been like the liberal South. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they have a reality show about it, but it's like it has a little bit of old in it, almost mm. like um, I might be dating myself. Like the, the TV show Dallas or that, in our mind, it's like Foghorn Leghorn. Mm. And the, uh, I, I grew up with like the General Lee, the fucking, uh, what is it, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm probably way older than you. <laughs> but like the Dukes of Hazard the, had the big rebel flag. It, before that was my mind. It was like Martin Luther King, Atlanta, um, just shit you see in textbooks yeah, yeah. And, and in the media, mainstream media, like Dolly Parton, you know, um, certain types of like soul food or mm -hmm. like southern uh, um, shit like that. Yeah. But these folks taught me a whole nother side of it, bro. To, I'm trying to describe, it's basically like, like um, they understand that the South is a mix. Mm -hmm. They understand it has a certain old uh, history behind yeah. it but they also know that um, it was almost like on some like southern gentleman type of you know it's like old school uh, like for instance they would probably say some shit like well that's them Yankees you know that's like some New York shit or that's some West Coast yeah. shit but down here we got mm -hmm. a food scene down here mm -hmm. we got a culture it was a certain vibe like there was even a, a clothing designer who did all the shirts uh, for the event, and he, they called him like the Ralph Lauren of the South. Oh, wow. His name, ah, man, he has a story. Uh, he even has a store in Houston over there off, um, man, I want to say it's like the little rich area of all the fancy stores. I don't know if that's Richmond. Do you know that that Cajun restaurant? It's like a red building on Richmond. No, which one's that? <clears throat> I'm gonna have to open the door. Bad. Come see my. Anyway, man, I, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the on the designer's name. Yeah. But but I'ma find some little article. I'ma find something yeah. to try to describe that because I did a horrible job. <laughs> of like, like I totally see. Like in other words, I would have presumed. That's what I'm saying. I was a little prejudiced at first. Like if yeah. I met an older white person from the south, I'd kind of assume that they were a little closed-minded. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But it was not that but at you, all. You you were able to like witness something different from what the, the average person would think would be a southern exactly i'll give you some other examples you ever heard of, um eddie wong he has a show on vice he does sprite yeah, commercials yeah. he has a couple books mm -hmm. and then the tv show uh, fresh off the boat on abc is based off of his life his book anyway i met eddie wong out there at one of those at at that during that time oh, cool. during one of those food events so they had eddie wong there from new york they had me from houston just yeah. talking about tamales and why do i rap about masa <laughs> they want you know what i'm saying yeah, they that was my whole thing wow. is who the fuck are you i'm chingo bling my parents are from mexico I'm, I'm son of immigrants and i got into this rap shit and they have they, they know nothing about dj screw they, they knew about food and yeah. a lot of other things but like Houston, this whole thing, I was coming at them from left fucking field. <laughs> and you know what else I learned during that trip? Is um, you ever heard of Mississippi Delta hot tamales? Okay. No. Uh -uh. This shit's gonna blow your mind. Because <laughs> I was the fucking tamale kingpin. Yeah. I thought I knew everything about tamales. Yeah. From selling to ingredients. I mean, I wasn't like an expert chef, but I'm a hustler. Yeah. And that and it was a big part of my art and my music. Yeah, you would know. So this is what happened. Miss in the Mississippi Delta, it's a little bitty area. Um, I'd love to go there. I wanna just make time to go take a trip. Mm. So what happened is newly, like a long time ago, uh, freed slaves all of a sudden were like, oh shit, like I'm 
I'm, I'm free and I need to work. I need to make money. Yeah. And they saw like, I guess, Mexican immigrants with tamale carts selling tamales. So somehow, some way, they shared the recipe, remixed it, did it their way. A certain type of tradition is alive to this day yeah. where there's places where it's basically black people's tamales. It's their version. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a soul food version. But I've seen, I've looked at pictures because I'm fascinated by it. But um, I learned that while when I was out there during it was called Southern Food Waves. Yeah, I want to go back even if I'm not like there as a speaker. Uh, we even did this one thing, bro, uh, where I met this uh, the shepherd. He has lambs out there at the food thing, and he has a uh, out there by like North Carolina, West Virginia. What he does is he raises lamb, sheep. And then they, they turn it into, you know, steaks and shit, like yeah. into cuts of meat and sausage. And then they supply, it's like really fancy lamb. And they supply it to like top chefs in Vegas and New York and all these places. So that's like his business. He has like a little, um, like a little farmhouse and all this land and it looks like a postcard, all these hills. Well, anyway, he threw this thing called lamb stock. It's like Woodstock. So he built a little stage. <laughs> he built a pavilion. Yeah. And all these chefs and stuff you see on TV, they're partying like rock stars. Yeah. People had tents, uh, campers, little trailers, RVs. Uh, it was just like the fucking food world, man. Like <laughs> some random ass shit. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. Especially if you want to go back and, I don't know, see stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good, man. Um, we've even been to like like Birmingham, mm -hmm. and, and it's crazy how all these, including Houston, we're all like rebranding ourselves yeah. as what is Birmingham culture? What is, like I've heard Nashville, for instance, I've heard, um, we went not, not too, too, we probably went like a year ago, and we didn't get to see everything, yeah. but they said they have um, a whole section, like a whole, like a strip, of all the major record labels are down there, bro. All like you just you could just walk and you can go from a meeting with Sony, Capital, RCA, boom, Columbia Atlantic, all these different labels mm. because of you know country music, and and I just heard that like it's getting almost like Austin, like kind of um, like overly gentrified. God, yeah, yeah, it's happening a lot nowadays. Yeah, but you 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 can slang some from the south. I got a homeboy out there, man. You can slang some uh, from the south hats and yeah. all that, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm excited to see all that spread. Appreciate it. And um, is there anything you want to um, uh, mention, man? Uh, like I know anything you want to announce, like stuff that's coming up. Um, man, just um, uh, I think my my. I'm of course always keep the art flowing because people always gonna want that. But um, I just uh, I think my next focus really is gonna be coming up with uh, I really want to debut like um, a short series. So I think that's gonna you. Be you mentioned a short film series, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's crazy, dog. Because we've been playing with the idea mm -hmm. and we we got inspired by um. You heard of Issa Rae? Yeah. So Issa Rae does a. Uh, Short film Sundays. Have mm -hmm. you seen any of them? Man, everybody's been talking about them. I still haven't even checked it out. I, I saw one, and um, it, it, it's just my opinion, mm -hmm. but it was kind of like, uh, oh, okay, well, all right, well, I didn't, I didn't really see what, you know, what the conflict was yeah. with the character. Like that's the the way I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, but no, but props to her because um. I understand that a lot of them are, are filmed in Austin, mm -hmm. and uh, I think the way she does it is she takes uh, 
Like she showcases other people's work. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they send her scripts mm-hmm. or if they send her like, here's my short film. Yeah, and you put it on your channel. Mm-hmm. But uh, have you ever done anything like that? Like a short nah, man. Um, I've wanted to for years, but it's just it's a lot of work. You got to really, really prep it out. You know, know exactly what you're doing. Go over revision stuff like that until you actually have a final product to actually make something out of. And that's the hardest part is really just planning that, being well prepared to actually do it because you don't want it to fail. You know. Yeah. The. I think, in my opinion, from from my experience, because I learned a lot from trial and error. Mm-hmm. So we did an experiment mm-hmm. called Dirty Orchata. It was like way too long. Uh, it was supposed to be a short film, but I wanted it to have all these different little types of scenes to where the story would progress. Yeah. And, and one thing I would do for my next one is uh, make it way, way, way shorter. Way, way, way shorter. Um, when you get a chance, there's a short film. I think they might have taken it down it won, it won um, Sundance. The Sundance Award, yeah. So it's called uh, Smilf, mm-hmm. like single mother, I like to fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the main girl, uh, she's pretty dope. But anyway, it got picked up as a series. Now it's a whole series, it's on Showtime. Yeah. And uh, I actually, this is a crazy story. I auditioned for the part of her baby daddy, which is supposed to be... Um, just a Latin dude, and they got a kid together. And yeah. when I was doing the auditions, they're like, "Well, you have to, your character really has to generate the funny. Like we we need a lot of little mm-hmm. laughs and jokes." So obviously, I didn't get the part. But guess who did? This shit is crazy. You remember the rapper Aztec? Yeah. Okay. Well, Aztec, his his real name is like Miguel Gomez. Yeah. And he's been putting in work in L.A. acting. He's been like out there, probably taking classes and going mm-hmm. to hell auditions. But he was in that the boxing movie with um I think Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Southpaw. Yeah, and he got the part. It is it's dope. I think I think like like I saw the first um, the pilot episode. He did a great job, and honestly, yeah, yeah, he fits that role. Yeah, you know, he fits that part. Like I was I would have made it. Like I I think I'd be better off as like the funny neighbor that, that she knows. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's, it's the only part that isn't believable is the kid. They casted the little baby that's supposed to be their baby. Yeah. That that baby he looks mixed like black and white, or even like maybe like Dominican Cuban, mm-hmm. and um, like what's the name Aztec. He could pass for like Puerto Rican and stuff yeah. like that. But the baby was it was just dark and yeah. like, had a little fro. And I was like, <laughs> nah, man, the, the casting people. Yeah, that's the ball level. But yeah, man. Um, um, I think um, if you script, if you script out something really good mm-hmm. that's always like the, the main thing because that's your blueprint exactly. but we learn man uh, we learn what not to do <laughs> firsthand with that dirty orchata yeah. but it was fun though man it was a definitely a learning process no I think that helps because I mean like when you jump into it it's going to show you what's going to work what's not going to work and shit sometimes people don't ever do nothing because they're too scared to leap into it you know so shit. yeah that's the number one uh, thing that holds back a lot of a people a lot yep that's true we did uh, we did a web series with my boys from Northern California. That's the third time the Bay comes up. Northern California, um, he's actually from Fort Worth, but he went to Stanford out there. Anyway, we did we did this series called uh, My Sign of Power. Mm. It was almost like a series of short films in a way. And um, that was a lot of work because a lot of that fell on them. Like mm. they, They're the ones that scripted. Uh, they're the ones that did pre-production, meaning like find locations and, and uh, casting and, um, yeah. you know, wardrobe and all that. And the wardrobe was hard because the Masa and the Power series took place in the 70s. 
So we were having to always make sure that there wasn't a modern car in so the background. Man, that's a lot of work. It was a, a lot of work. Um, my parts, my part was easy because all I had to do was um, wear a fake mustache and a wig to look seventies, <laughs> and um, you know, act a fool, wear that seventies clothes. Um, we freestyled a lot, but um, but I, those experiences on that's how I'm able to measure. Like anytime we get a wild idea mm. here, uh, here at our studio, <clears throat> I always tell them like, well, firsthand, like, well, when we did, when I was a part of this, I remember, yeah. like, it took, like, I remember it was long days or uh, the, just the overall process. So that's always a good way to learn. Yeah, that's true. And um, one thing that I want to focus on this year is uh you know get my shit organized like my tour wise so that our content a lot of times last year was was like was like rushed mm -hmm. because hey dude you're doing san antonio this weekend mm -hmm. you got seven shows let's sell these bitches out hurry up put on the wig jump in front of the green screen act the fucking yeah. fool we can sell these tickets yeah. and, and it worked but you know i want to i want to i want to you know just reevaluate and have my shit more organized mm -hmm. so it's not so it doesn't feel so last minute you know because then you know right now we're technically off the road so right now we're on break time but uh that's one thing man it's like that shit that shit will kick your ass even yeah. like even even like artistically yeah. you're like this this ain't really what i'm trying to put out right now yeah. but we got seven shows this weekend <laughs> yeah. no, it's, uh, quality control yeah, because uh, everyone who did that small Texas run with uh, less and trying to balance out doing covers on the road and putting promo material out, that's, it will leave you, well, not stressed, but it'll leave you pretty drained, like to the point where you're just tired, you know? Or you start feeling like um, you're multitasking to the point to where you half-assing something. Exactly, yeah. So uh, right now we're, we're in the process of like, if anything is falling through the cracks, mm -hmm. it's not... We need to put it on someone else's plate because we all got different shit on our plate. It's yeah. like we might need to ha hire someone just to focus on social media. Your only job, That's I might it. have to, besides my podcast producer, that I already announced that job. <laughs> another job I'm thinking is a social media manager. Their job is to make sure to have winners been picked for the contest. Is the graphic made to announce the winners? Had the prizes been mailed out? Yeah. Um, okay, it's My Town Tuesday. Chingo, here's your outfit. You got to go take a picture in front of like a local business or whoever you're supporting right mm -hmm. now or whatever. Um, you know, whether it's fucking Torta Thursday, or, uh, Win It Wednesday, yeah. whatever is popping, like to where um, just, I just want to boss up so that it doesn't become like a job. Yeah. on me because one thing about us creative people man is you do not want to burn out no it's the worst it's the worst never had it before man it's just it's trying to come back from that just trying to change the mind state real quick it's just it takes work so that's true like I, I always preach um like rest like sh that's how I know I'm getting old man I'm always preaching about like man you need to get man get you some sleep playboy <laughs> you know hey look here young blood hey look here young blood hey do, do what you do Around 8 p.m., turn off your gadgets. <laughs> 8.35, give you some hot tea. Like, I'm that dude right now, dude, because, like, you know, especially us, man, we're creative people. So I don't know what your sleep schedule is yeah. like, but, like, 
I'm a lately man, just I guess because I'm getting older, man. Mm-hmm. It's that wisdom to where it's like the only way you're gonna be fully energized to take care of shit is you gotta like take care of yourself, work out, yeah. don't fucking eat bullshit all the time. Yeah. Even though this time of year, have you had the mileage yet? Nah, <laughs> it's gonna about, it's about to go down like we can. Oh, we can man, you sh- catch up to me, boy. <laughs> That's why I can't do your photo shoot right now. <laughs> Yeah, man. At least the miners have snuck into my household, man. Yeah, we're doing good on it. Um, so, so again, going back to Elliot, the his recent is called what now? Is it uh, Cat, uh, the one before that was Summer Madness? Well, I heard Catalina. Yeah, and the one before that was Summer Madness. Catalina's the newest one. Oh, yeah. okay. So I'm caught up. Yeah, you caught up. I thought it was. I thought it was <laughs> one up. after. Uh, I mean, I haven't heard all of them because mm. he's got he has a lot of titles. Yeah, his, yeah. but uh, I definitely checked out the, the uh, Catalina uh, Catalina Wine Mixer yeah. is called right, yeah. which that that title alone <laughs> draws me in because I'm such a fan of Step Brothers, yeah. and I'm fan of artists who are in their bag to where they're like like um, they could take chances and throw out other little titles because. The last thing you want is for people to already start pinpointing and calculating. Mm-hmm. You don't want the audience to be one step ahead of you. Exactly. That means you're no longer creating. You're, yeah. We're not going to pay attention to you because yeah. you're saying what we are. We thought about 10 minutes ago and you're supposed to be giving us some game. That's true. So that title alone is like, oh, I, I, it sounds like he had fun on this. <laughs> um, you know, had some happy P beats on there too, I believe, which I, I, I would love to get happy P on here. Um, that's my buddy. I ain't, I ain't talked to him in a minute. Uh, have, have you ever worked with Happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm able to see him every once in a while through Liz. Uh, I never thought I'd even be in contact with him. You know, I, he's he's a hard-to-find dude, you know. Yeah, uh, he's a family man. Exactly. And, uh, he, he's a record producer, so he's, he's, uh, he's in his man cave cranking out fucking melodies. For people you would never... Like, if you're not paying attention, you just wouldn't even know. And it's, it's hard to explain to people sometimes, like... His catalog is yeah. ridiculous, and some people just wouldn't would never pay attention to notice. It. And he he don't mind. He don't mind. Like one time I texted him when um, it was uh fucking Jermaine Dupree. I don't know if we, I think it was was it Lil Bow Wow somebody that fucking this is years ago. Yeah. Jermaine Dupree put out somebody, and he basically do the uh, how you do that there. Mm-hmm. He they took that little beat. Yeah. I suck at beatboxing. Okay, so he, he happy produced that when he was like seventeen in high school for uh, C Log and Young Bleed and uh, Max Manelli, yeah. and then Master P went on to buy it, uh, and then he, I'll let him tell the story. Um, there's a lot of shit that went on, but I texted him one day and I was like, "Hey man, you're this." Um, it's uh, Jermaine Dupree, da da da. How you do that there? He's like, oh man, they, sh- I ain't tripping. They just biting something I did 15 years ago or whatever it was, like 10 years ago at the time. He's like, they're just, they're just biting something, I- or, or that's just some shit. I- it's no sweat off me. That's some shit I did 10 years ago. Yeah. Almost like the game ain't even caught up. Yeah. And then speaking of uh, Happy P, not to get too off subject, um, <clears throat> the Sugar Sugar. The Sugar Sugar song, recently, it got remade like a cover song. It was like EDM. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it. It's the same guitar, same little hook, but it's like a little white dude. I think it's from Europe or something. Yeah. But the song went like mega global wow. again 
for a whole nother audience. Yeah. And uh, it's like a little sped up, and it's. Anyway, fucking Happy murdered it on that. Yeah. And and he had the long hair for a minute, man. Y'all y'all are the uh, the creative types. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, man, he's a real 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 cool dude. Probably one of the coolest dudes ever I met. But yeah, one of the people, one of the persons I feel like still haven't got their. Uh, I don't know. Not that, not that they haven't got their credit, but just a lot more people I feel should know. Yeah, I I think he kind of likes being. Um, yeah, low key. He's yeah. super like uh, humble and like he likes being under the radar, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, and those that you know, hey, as long as them checks keep coming to the mailbox, <laughs> yeah, as long as the checks going to the right address, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Um, and I actually I actually had the pleasure of knowing him since before. Sugar, sugar, mm-hmm. to where he was still the shit. You know, he was he he had already did young uh, the young bleed, and he had did a handful for SPM, and he was working with Bash. It was back in those like those uh, independent days, mm-hmm. and um, I I remember literally like working on a CD cover for him back when I would fuck around on Photoshop. <clears throat> He's like, man, I chunk you a beat, and I'm like, shit, I'm winning, <laughs> I'm super winning on this deal, uh, and then I I even remember when um, he was coming up with a game plan, like he was strategizing, mm-hmm. like, like he literally wasn't on yet. So even though he worked with SPM, he worked with like CeeLo, Concentration Camp, Youngbleed, yeah. he, he, he still wasn't getting his due. He was still kind of like a hitman for hire type of thing. And uh, I just remember him being like, all right, I got a game plan. And, and if this shit go, then it's gonna go. <laughs> but I don't know if it's gonna go type yeah. of thing. Uh, it's crazy, man. People. People progress, and um, like I'm a fan of the scene. I'm a fan of the culture. Um, just you know, from the art to to the the sound, and it's all what makes what gives Houston um flavor, man. That's been like the theme these past three uh, conversations. So before I forget, this cell phone case. This is one of yours. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, just kind of like a. A little tribute to the Astros run this year. Uh, I've been able to, I guess, I don't know, just cases did so good that I was able to branch out with some homies and actually make a whole case brand. So we're, that's another venture I'm be able to get into, uh, and uh, hopefully it goes well. So it's it's a it's a company that's gonna um, just uh you know uh, basically specialize in cases you know other little accessory type things and it's called Ender Ender yeah and then the website's Ender now E N D E R now N O W dot com. Nice. Yep. And that right there is a Houston Astros theme, man. Yep. Earn history. Super dope. Appreciate it. We got a crazy squad. Uh, thanks again, man, Georgie, oh, sure. for stopping by. Um, I can't wait to uh, upload this podcast and, and put... I'm already thinking in my head, like, what picture am I going <laughs> to post that's going to show uh, some of your art and, uh, and, and let people know, man, so yeah. that you could be on their radar. And I predict... That uh, your stuff's about to go nationwide, Pretty even sure. though it's even though it's Houston centric. A lot of it is Southern culture. I know, like the from the South. I know, like that South Carolina, mm-hmm. Georgia, Florida, um, all these places, man, Kentucky, um, and then a lot of your other stuff. I can see it. I can see it bran- branching out overseas and everything. So once again, Georgie, my neighbor, up the street. Yep. Thanks for stopping by, brother. No, no, for sure, bro. I appreciate you having me, man. Chingo Boom por la mañana. El podcast de la raza.